Blog Talk Radio. host, Davida Shinsky, bringing you Live Without Limits on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Today's show is titled, How to Overcome the Two Biggest Obstacles to Business Success. Why are we talking about business success? Because you are going to encounter obstacles. How well you handle them depends on you. How well you overcome them or deal with them depends on how how you look at success and how you deal with certain things that come up as they do. To prevent you from getting too cute in your advertising, do this audit of your promotions. Is it clear what you do? Will people understand what your product does? Is your offer clear, concise, and beneficial to the prospect? Will people understand what they're getting? If you're a real estate agent, do people know what type of home is your specialty? If you're a contractor, do people know what kind of jobs you do? And don't do. If you're a coach, do people understand what they get with your program? If you own a gym, do people understand whom it's for and not for? If you sell a book or a course, do people understand its benefits? Finally, do you promote your products and services often enough? Some of these questions are things that help you get clear. Why? Because if you don't have clarity on what it is that you do, if you don't specifically know what niche you fill into, fall into in an industry, then you will encounter obstacles. And what we're here to do is help you to not encounter those obstacles, and when you do, to learn how to get clear on those things that you truly need to so you can have success. Don't let a lack of knowledge about your product hold you back from success you might be holding back on promoting yourself or your products because you don't want to be seen as too salesy. But if your business strategy is to simply hope and wait for someone to buy, that won't work. The second and the most surprising reason that readers do not purchase the course was self 
limiting beliefs. I'm here to fix that. What are self-limiting beliefs? Those are things that you tell yourself, that where they are is they're more in your head, that they're the roadblocks that you put on yourself. And how did they get there? That what happens is significant others or peers or even parents inadvertently that what happens is when you talk about transactional analysis, you talk about the parent, the adult, and the child. The adult says, I am able to. The parent says, you should. And the child says, I want. The thing is that if you have had someone telling you over and over again all of those things that you can't do, and you bought into that you can't, then what happens is you start repeating those things to yourself in your head. And those are the things that keep you from reaching your goals because you are the one that are preventing yourself from getting there, partly because it could be your idea or your feeling about money, it could be the fact that you fear success, or it can also be that you fear losing the most important people around you. Craig, one reader said in a survey reply, I know that it's important to have a morning routine, and I know that it's worked for you. Heck, I even know it will work for me. But listen, I tried this before, and I just don't believe it. I will that I will stick to it and follow through. This revelation was like a cold bucket of water to the face. You knew the solution was there but you weren't even trying because of self-limiting beliefs. That's when our team realized that you should too, that potential clients need to climb the following ladder of belief. And if you look at the laws of attraction, what is that telling you? That the thought processes you have that if you put out negative thoughts into the universe, what are you doing? You're bringing back to yourself all of those negativity. But if you put out into the universe all those positive beliefs in yourself, what are you doing? You're actually learning how to overcome those limiting beliefs. First, you must believe that our products and services will work for anyone. This is accomplished by sharing our own personal stories of transformation. Second, you must believe that our products and services will work for others. This is accomplished through social proof, success stories, and testimonials. Third, you must believe that our products and services will work for you. This is accomplished by overcoming 
your objections, such as lack of time, success, access to equipment, your current status in life. Finally, and this is the hurdle that most people miss, is that we must convince you that you will actually follow through. Because I grew up with a disability at a time when people with disabilities did not have a whole lot of options available to them, and society said, or, or really did not even acknowledge its disability community until the latter part of the 20th century. But what happened was, in my case, I ended up being the only person in the school system with a disability. And my teachers didn't understand that I learned differently or that how my brain processes information doesn't always connect, that it may take me a little bit longer than it took someone else. And not only that, that sometimes what I saw and what I wrote down were two different things. That's why, for me, math was such a difficult subject to even do. And, and yet, if someone worked with me and kept me on task, I did fairly good. Now, let me explain to you that what I have is cerebral palsy, so it's a neuromuscular disability, which means that because there's parts of the brain that don't function correctly, that it affects mobility, and it also affects certain things because it affects mainly my right side, and what that means is I have no depth perception or peripheral vision in my right eye, which means you have to be directly in front of me before I will actually see you. And what gets into short-term memory does not always get into long-term memory. Therefore, it's the repetitiveness of doing something that finally gets it done. Or in my case, sometimes just seeing it and reading it doesn't work, but if I'm actually taking it and physically doing it, then it, 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 I learn it. But it's a matter of that what you're dealing with in the school system is that teachers do not have the ability to teach each child individually. Therefore, what they're doing is they're teaching in a cookie-cutter way. Therefore, either you get it or you don't. And we often don't realize that all children don't learn alike. They learn differently. But if the, if the teachers or the, the school system does not recognize, and this is why they use testing and evaluation in the schools to, to talk to or deal with or find out what's going on with students. And then what happens is either they label the student, but really, if you think about it, unless someone is Down syndrome, which means that they're severely developmentally disabled, then it just may take them longer to learn 
or if you actually get them to physically do something, then they're going to learn it much easier. But we have to help them overcome because when you label something, someone, then that is literally putting them in a box and telling them and actually putting limits on what they're capable of. And I can remember when I entered the workforce that I didn't have the same opportunities as everyone else because it was still 15 years before the Americans with Disabilities Act became law. So what happened, I had to figure out what it was that I wanted to do and how to do it. And yet, I didn't have any anywhere really to go to get the help that I truly needed to help me be successful and put together the media kits that I needed to promote what I do. And so, therefore, it was basically hit or miss. And yet, that once technology took over, it made it more of an equal playing field for me. So it, it gave me more opportunity to compete in the workplace and to perform at a level that I truly always knew that I can do. And I can always remember that my mother especially was a very, very negative person. And all she would ever do is tell me what I couldn't do. She never gave me any encouragement. So if until I really entered college and started to study psychology and understand what was going on around me, that yes, I had very low self-esteem. But once I understood that and started to overcome all of the obstacles that were placed in me, not as much by me as much as by the people around me in society, then I was able to achieve the goals. Because first of all, my education was not what it should have been because teachers didn't understand how to work with someone with a disability because you didn't have special education at the time. And they, they, and, and then I had a mother that would constantly be telling me that I was going to fail. So it's always a matter of what and how am I going to believe in myself and use what I was learning to emphasize and then that's why my niche will always be teaching people how to overcome their, their obstacles in their lives. Remember, you believe it works. You just don't believe that you work. You think you are broken because of past failures in life and experiences. It's not that you don't believe in the power of, of mornings. You know that successful people owe their results to that part, to a morning routine. You know that many morning routine allows you to write a book like the perfect day formula. You know and also know that you need a better morning to get more done and have less stress. This is why 
if you have routines that you do on a regular basis, then it keeps you focused. It keeps you motivated. One of the worst things that's happened with, when people retire is that they get out of that routine. If you remember Bear Bryant, who, was, who, who coached in Alabama, once he retired from coaching, he, his life basically within a couple of years of retirement, he basically passed away because he couldn't get around not having that routine in his life. You, are, you also know that you need a better morning to get more done and believe and have less stress. But still, when told about the morning routine course, you say, I don't believe that I can actually follow through with it. In other words, I don't believe in myself. That is the, the, the biggest thing and the biggest obstacle that people have is that they truly don't believe in themselves or in their abilities to achieve and to overcome whatever self-limiting beliefs that they have. It's a matter of what are you going to do and how are you going to learn to overcome some of those self-limiting beliefs that you have. Self-limiting beliefs are the are that powerful. Self-doubt is probably one of your biggest obstacles in life. What has it stopped you from doing in the past? Asking for a raise? Asking for a date? Writing a book? Running a marathon? Your internal resistance has killed too many of your hopes and dreams. It must stop now. As the great speaker, Les Brown so eloquently said, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hope and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, and because someone was too afraid to take the first step, keep you with your problem, or carry out the dream. Ouch. Your limiting beliefs put you in prison. Remember this. When someone else is criticizing you or they're holding you back, what they're doing is, they have their own fears of failure, and what they do is they project their fears onto you, and either you internalize those fears or you brush them off and you learn to overcome them. I have I met someone that she's always reading called Eckhart or Eckhart Tolle, and then she doesn't internalize the information and then put it in her own words. What she does is she starts repeating their sayings. Why? Because she hasn't really internalized it and actually actualized it. 
But what she's doing is she's trying to say, I'm working on myself. Yes, everyone works on themselves constantly because everything is changing, but you also have to recognize that there comes a point where even though you're working on yourself, that there's never going to change because you're used to repeating certain habits and certain behaviors. And those are things that you have to relearn and have to learn how you can overcome them. The limiting beliefs put you in a prison. The walls were built with beliefs we learned while living in a place of scarcity, fear, or lack. Walls like these. You develop a bad money mindset while listening to our parents fight about bills. You built a bad relationship with food because it helped ease your childhood pain. You built emotional walls to protect you from the outside world. But on the other side of these prison walls is the best version of you. You have to see be seeing glimpses of what you do when you live up to your potential and make the right choices. And Noah St. John calls them making affirmations. And what are affirmations? Affirmations are a way of taking those self-limiting beliefs and turning them around and changing them so that you can look at it in a way where you can believe in yourself, where you can learn how to overcome those limiting beliefs and begin to believe in yourself and your abilities. And that's why my show and the daily videos that I do, the motivational quotes that I post on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram inspirations and every source of encouragement we can think of to help you knock down those walls and set yourself free. Because it's still up to you to do that for yourself. We show up every day to make it clear that your past failures are not your fault. You must show you over and over again that past successes can transfer over into success in every area of your life, that you already have the tools that you need for success, providing this to you, that you can do it, is our overriding priority. That's why we show up every day with better clarity in our message to build a stronger belief in you, showing you with persistence that you can follow through. This is the solution for overcoming the two biggest obstacles in your business holding you accountable to walking you up the ladder of belief every single day, 
leveraging our daily content and emails, and honing our messaging so it's clear what we can do to take your life to the next level. This persistence has worked for me, and I know that it can work for you too. Together, we will make an ever greater impact on the world. Think about it. What if Benjamin Franklin never persisted? Guess what? He failed more than once before he invented the light bulb. What if Steve Jobs gave up instead of pursuing his dream? And remember something, you may also need other people in your life to help you reach your goals. You need a, a support system. This is why it's important to join a, a group or a mentorship group where you have someone that believes in you and encourages you and helps you along the way to reach your goals. What would you do if you had the ability to succeed whenever you tried something? The best way to do this is to write down your goals. Once you do that, then look at your goals and break them down into daily activities. Why? Because when you feel even small successes along the way towards your end goal, then that's another way that you can begin to believe in yourself and your capabilities. What we often do is, like in my case, once I recognized that what I was doing was or that how my limitations were affecting what I was doing in school. And it was funny. It was not that anyone recognized it or found it or helped me understand it. I was in graduate school taking a statistics course. And all I know is I kept working on the problem and working on the problem and never came up with even one answer that was close to the multiple choice answers on the paper. And then when I left the, pro left the, the problem and went on and then came back to it, that's when I recognized that I wrote down a number wrong. And when I wrote down the number correctly, guess what? I came up with the correct answer. So remember, it's always up to you to recognize what you are doing and how you can overcome those limiting beliefs because it will always be your internal beliefs that you have learned to believe in over time. And just like how you learn to have those self-limiting beliefs, you can learn to overcome them. 
if you break down a goal into a smaller activity and daily activity and manage your time effectively, then what happens? Once you start achieving one success, it multiplies so that by the time you, you reach that final goal, guess what? You've actually reached and built up your self-image and your self-esteem because your self-esteem is based on the things that other people tell you and the things that you begin to tell yourself because you've accepted that what the other people have told you is something that is true just simply because they told you that. And let me finish up with this. My mother constantly told me what I couldn't do, and then finally I just told her, shut up because you don't know what I can or can't do. And I found that in my case, I had to stay as far away from her as possible because she was the most negative person, and all she could ever do was find fault. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for both personal and individual counsel or coaching, and you can also take some of my e-courses and purchase my e-books that teach you how to begin to believe in yourself.